You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. With Shannon Lee and Rachel Cobb, check. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? This is, we have Jono Wilson, our pal, local Venice guy, um, on Playing With Balls podcast today. Jono is a comedian. He, uh, you do improv heavily, groundlings. You're like in that last class, right? The one they pluck people from in SNL. Well, I I passed the final level. So like you do um, 12 weeks and you write sketches every, you bring in five to 10 sketches every Saturday. You pitch them. You do two shows. And for each show, all the groundlings come and they vote on whether they think you should pass or fail. Wow. So I passed that in May. Okay. And I start doing shows, a different show every Sunday starting on November 6th. Wow. Are you excited? I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah. I've had like enough time off. Like during it, I was like, this is so intense. Intense. It was so intense because you're writing all week Mm -hmm. and you're coming in and it's like, the other crazy thing is you write sketches and you literally do not know if they're going to be funny or dog shit. Because you can't really you touch them. them. No. Right? right. And you, like, I would write a sketch and on Saturday morning I'd be like, Shannon, Rachel, here are your parts. So, like, wow. you play my wife and you play, like, my neighbor and this is what goes on in the scene. And then you'd get up on stage and you cold read it in front of the director. Wow. So, like, and we know that so much of comedy is timing. Yeah. And you can, like, lose jokes and all that kind of stuff. And it just doesn't play out how it translates, or it doesn't translate how it played out in your head kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's somewhere I was like, I do not want to pitch this. This is the dumbest idea ever. (laughs) And it killed. Well, you know what? You You passed the class, so that's all that matters, right? So you must have been doing something right. But I actually met you... Probably over a year ago now. Yeah. Um, do, through stand up. Yes. Stand up comedy. So yeah. it's interesting. So when you, like, when somebody asks you what you do, uh, we were just talking about this earlier, like, you have your elevator speech for, like, adults and then for, like, people you know. But, like, yeah. in your case, because you're so heavily ingrained in improv, but you also are super involved in stand up comedy, like, mm-hmm. do you just say you're a comedian or, like, how do you answer that question? I say I'm an actor and comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my main goal is to being like films and television mm-hmm. and uh comedy is just something that I've always done and stand up terrified me for a really long time like I didn't want to do it because improv you always have at least one person on stage who's yeah. there and who's meant to support you right. you know yeah. and support whatever idea you're coming up with and stand up it's like it's all on you yeah. You write the stuff, you perform it, and if it doesn't go well, it's, it's all your fault. Your fault. <laughs> well, <laughs> or or as most comedians say, the crowd is a bunch of idiots. Yeah, right? it's the crowd's yeah. fault. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've done a little bit of improv too, and so yeah. Shannon and like it is and plus when you're doing improv, you're somebody else. You get to pretend to be somebody yeah. else and one you you don't have to think. Yeah. You know, I mean you're not really supposed to think, you don't plan anything and you just go out there and there's no like there's no added pressure, there's no like I need to memorize my lines, yeah. I need to remember my jokes. Like you just get to be, which yeah. is freeing and maybe some people would think that's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. But yeah I, I think that's more fun. I to actually am the opposite of you both. I think that improv is scarier. Yeah. Having done it, I think it's scarier than, or, yeah, because maybe because you have a team relying on you, and when it's stand up, it's like all just you. So if you fail, it's like who cares? But like if you're in a sh- an improv show and you fuck up or something, then it's like you just let everybody down. So maybe that's where. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a different I guess they're both really hard. Yeah, I think, yeah. You can either way. You can say you can make a case either way. I mean, sure. I, I'm just trying to like do. I actually. So when I first moved out here. Um, for a job, I was caddying at L.A. Country Club because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm from Massachusetts. I was like, oh, I didn't realize it's beautiful all year round. <laughs> you can I caddy can go every to the golf day course and play at this course for free on Mondays. And um, I caddied for uh, Will Ferrell. Holy what? shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so the member knew me. He knew what I was like pursuing. And he brought Will out and nice. I carried his bag. And he was, first of all, if I had one word to describe him, it'd be sweet. 
Oh, he's like the sweetest. Do you want to think that about him? Totally. You know? And from the moment I met him, he was like, "Where are you from originally?" And I was like, "Massachusetts." He's like, "Where?" I was like, "Shrewsbury." He was like, oh, "I know Shrewsbury. My wife is from Newton." Like, Whoa. and we started oh, that's talking. Awesome. Yeah, and so I didn't bring up comedy or acting or anything because I didn't want to, you know. Yeah. No. And on like, like the hey, look at my reel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fact, but I, don't but actually, my guy. agent at the time had just sent uh, a tape into SNL for me, and mm-hmm. SNL had responded and asked me to do another tape. Wow. Right like, when you first moved out? It was about a year after I awesome. moved here. That's and so huge. they gave me a week and they were like, send us a new tape with three new impressions, three new characters, and they all have to be based on this week's news. Like to prove that I could write could, that week. Uh, so I was like, wanted to say something to Will Ferrell. Like, could you help me? Yeah, I you know? gotta do this thing. Yeah. Could you give like, me by, some advice? It was crazy. Could you and, help me? And on like the 12th hole, he kind of looked at me and he was like, so what else are you doing out here? Right. I was like, well, I'm acting and doing comedy. He's like, where? I was like, I'm taking classes at the Groundlings where he took classes. Right. And he's like, oh, that's great. Are you, you know, doing anything else? I was like, my agent actually just sent stuff mm-hmm. to SNL. And he was so interested, genuinely, like, talking to me about it, being like, who, who'd she send it to? The fact that they responded is a big deal, like, all this that's kind of stuff. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I asked him about stand-up because at that time I was too scared to do it. Yeah. And I was like, did you do it? He was like, I did a couple open mics, but... It just wasn't for me. And when mm. I did the Groundlings, I realized that was my place. And at the end of the round, he gave me a $100 bill. He gave me, like, a bro hug high five. <laughs> and he held my shoulders and he goes, you're throwing darts at a dartboard. Keep throwing them and they're going to start to stick. Oh, my God. He's like, like, he like, good luck. And walked away and I was like, what, a, what an angel yeah. of a man. Yeah. He doesn't oh have to do that, that you no, know? No, he has no need to do that. Yeah. That was yeah. like Such Jonah's baller story right there. You yeah. already just told him. Oh, shoot. Him. You got to play with Will Ferrell's balls. Yeah. I did. Seriously. I did. You picked up his balls. I cleaned his balls. Uh, yeah. You did more to his balls than most people yeah. have done. Yeah. I took his balls out of 18 holes, <laughs> handed them back to him. That's ch- fish them out of the pond. Fish them out of the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. You literally held them in the his wood. balls in the palm yeah. of your hand. That's I did. amazing. I did. Yeah. Oh my that God. And you know what? Story. I don't know a lot of stories about like SNL, like auditions and, and I know his story and he's like, like his story about how he just like went in and improv. Yeah. And, and like did like a weird I think I saw it once. It was thing, where he played yeah. with a ball of fake yarn or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, he's one of the anomalies, though, that can just do that. You know yeah. what I mean? He's just one of these. You meet people in this industry that it's like, oh, that person's just a funny human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, they don't have to try. They're just a funny person. And the yeah. thing that I found endearing about him when we were uh, on the course was, like, he didn't try to be funny at all. He was just, like, a normal dude. Yeah. Enjoying the day, and like the other three guys playing with him were always like, "Hey, remember in Step Brothers?" Oh god! And he was like really gracious about it and everything, but he was just like a normal, nice yeah. guy. He seems like he would be that yeah. way, you know. I'm like such. I'll see. I watched what was that movie that did terribly, but I still want. I watched Daddy's Home and like. Uh, uh, I, don't uh, I had to turn it off halfway through. You know what? He can do no wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? That's super refreshing to hear a right? story about a celebrity that's like that and super normal. Because I, yeah. you know, we've had I've come across people that aren't that way, and you know, you can't talk to them, don't interview yeah. them, don't look them in the eye. But it's nice to hear these kinds yeah. of stories. I think when yeah. you find when you see somebody like him too, I I just I'm thinking this because I just watched Robin Williams' documentary um, last night and just how, like, when you have, like, there's these people that, like, you see and you're like, they can do anything. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't have to, like, like... like learn a craft like they're yeah. just gonna be and he I feel like Will Ferrell is one of those people yeah, so for you to like him. connect with him like early on in your career that had to be like super motivating for you oh my god 100% just to be like he was interested and he like knew there was more to your story yeah. and he like gave you some good advice like that's super cool and I was living on the my friend's couch in Beverly Hills that point, <laughs> right. so it was like one yeah. thing and I had 100 bucks in my pocket so that was nice that is like such an, the LA story too right, right? you know yeah. so like what made you want to get into comedy in the first place or how did you know you were gonna do it um it was uh, since i was a little kid i knew i was gonna do it like i i think i was like i don't know how old i was when ace ventura came out but i was probably like nine years old or something mm-hmm. and i like made a tape to dressed up as ace ventura doing an impression of him <laughs> like to send into him being like i'll be your son in the sequel like you know like I, and yeah. i was doing i i did impressions like all growing up 
And mm. for the most part, like every Christmas or every time our family was together, my aunts and uncles and my grandmother would always make me do impressions. And it was that. And then like, well, do give was, us an impression. Who would you do? Like your family do, or famous was, people? No. When, like when I was little, I, my first one, I think ever was Sylvester Stallone. Let's hear really? it. Really? Yeah. Would and you I do I, it for well, us? Do you know, I, I did a show on USA called first impressions. Oh my God. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, you did. And I did that's Sylvester right. Stallone and, it, and the way I came so up with it. Are you telling us to watch that show? And that's how yeah. you're not going to do it. It's here. on demand on USA. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'll do it. But, I remember talking about Robin Williams watching Aladdin and he was the genie uh-huh. and there was like one moment in the movie where his face changes because he's a cartoon so his face changes to look like all these other celebrities and yes. um, and my mom was an actress after she graduated college and oh, she had cool. a small role in a unknown Sylvester Stallone movie uh, it wasn't the porno and, <laughs> and uh, so I always loved Sylvester Stallone and I remember trying to draw like because of the genie trying to draw a cartoon of Sylvester Sloan and I noticed like his his eyebrows are like always up like this even though his yeah. eyes are low and his mouth is kind of you know he's like kind of messed up like that you know he kind of mumbles all of his words you know and so like I'm like an eight year old kid talking like Sylvester Stallone around the house you know? oh my god yeah so That's I awesome. did that and then like in high school my friends and I would make um like fake commercials and stuff. <laughs> we went to an all boys high school, so we didn't know that many girls. And so we would do stuff like that. And then when I went to college, I went to Georgetown, which is a very like, you basically go to Georgetown, you graduate and you work in finance. Like that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. So there was a lot of pressure on me not to go the artsy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still had a show on the Georgetown television station called Late Night with Jono. That's awesome. Oh, that's and it was cool. like a late night show where they didn't have commercials on the channel, so I would make fake commercials <laughs> and do sketches oh, and that's so fun. all that kind of stuff. And so, and I performed with a band in college, and I just knew that I like loved performing. Yeah. Whether it was behind, like in front of a camera or like on a stage. And I graduated. And I had a job in consulting. My girlfriend at the time was working at the White House, and she was wow. very, like, driven. And I was like, all right, I have to be, like, driven and work in business. But I was, like, disillusioned within a month. Yeah. And so I contacted an acting teacher I had at Georgetown. I was like, how can I do stuff locally? And I started doing short films, and I did a feature that was in Pennsylvania and was doing a play. And I started doing improv at the Washington Improv Theater. And while all this was going on, my best friend from growing up, who I made those fake commercials, commercials with mm-hmm. in high school had moved out to LA with his two buddies from Harvard to write and he was like John you don't like your job you ever think about coming out here and I was like yeah I do and I told my parents that I was thinking about it and they were like we would never push you to do this but we've known your entire life this is what you should do so oh, go that's for awesome. it awesome yeah which is crazy yeah because it's hard to like make that decision to go against the grain of what you're like you feel like you're supposed yeah. to do oh, so yeah. like w- what else really just like made you push and not, and not be afraid and just like take that job? Obviously, your parents helped you, like, backed like, you up. I think that, like, deep down, I was like, number one, I could go, like, when I first moved, I was like, I'm going to give it three years. And if I don't feel like I've made any progress or if I feel like uh, it's not going well, then I'll reevaluate and do something else. And, like, I had a degree from Georgetown. I had worked in at a good consulting firm for yeah. three years. And, I was like, if anything, this will be like a story that I think some people in the business world would respect. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of said, fuck it. Like, and I believed that I, it was like in me to be able to do it. And yeah. so, and then I moved out here and I was taking like acting classes and they were all drama. And my teachers uh, at the Margie Haber studio, which they're great. You gotta go. Uh, <laughs> but they like thought I was really good and I was like oh I can act like I, I'm gonna be okay yeah. and like yeah. things just kind of progressed yeah so, so many people are just like so afraid and they live their whole life and they wish they had done that like you totally. know they wish they had done their dream but they just like don't something holds them back and they about live giving a- yourself permission you know yeah. yeah and like you said you just had like that knowing right? I think your parents yeah. being supportive is a huge thing too because it's like always yes. comes back to our parents you know every documentary you watch yes. I've been watching so many lately they influence you one way or the other yeah especially our generation yeah like we care so much more about what our parents think than yeah. past generations yeah and but it's also at the same token like our parents are also the generation that's like 
you can be the president from day one. You know, like, yeah. like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I would agree with that because even like my story is similar to yours in that like I started in business yeah. and before I even like lived here <laughs> and I, I think as I've transitioned into comedy, um, you know, over however many years, at first they were a little like, what are you doing? But like then, but they were like, well, we know you and we know that you're going to be good it. at whatever you do yeah. Yeah. and we're proud of you and support you. So like, I don't know if they at first be- believed that it was like, because I, I grew up in theater, but like it was, it was, I had already gone down this one path and then yeah. I just like kind of switched paths like earlier and, uh, but they were like, but you, you know what you're doing. So they believed yeah. more in me than they did maybe like whatever I was doing. And then they started seeing weird stuff. Um, <laughs> like playing with balls. Yeah. Well, well, it's been it's been, it's been several years. Shannon, it's been doing? many a long time now that it's like whatever. But it, like in the beginning, I'm talking about when they first saw like my first skit ever, which was like so terrible. Mm-hmm. I like took it off the internet like two years ago. It was yeah. like um, they're like, why? What are you doing? Like I don't know. So, but it, but they always believed in me. So it's like yeah. yeah. So now like mm-hmm. when I do weird stuff like this playing with balls podcast that we love so much, <laughs> they're like. All right. Go for it. You know? Yeah. No, my parents, I mean, I grew up in Massachusetts. My pa- it's like an Irish Catholic family. Like, they're very, like, my mom especially. Like, I, one of the sketches I had, <laughs> I had on my Georgetown TV show was, like, um, that I was a student whose roommate left. And I was getting a new roommate. And that new roommate was a guy that had gone to Georgetown his freshman year and then had to drop out to go to war. And so he came back he was like 85 years old. And we like hated each other but then at the end the way we became friends was that I like found him Viagra pills. Oh my god. And so like I had like a close up of this old man's fake I mean it was one of my friends dressed up as an old man like fake you know and my parents saw the sketch and they were like that's dirty. Don't ever do anything like that. Well, again. I think <laughs> like, what are you doing with yeah. your life, Shauna? But it's funny because yeah. a part of it's putting yourself out there, so you kind of have to go into it, like, yeah. knowing that you might not make everybody super proud with the content, but yeah. they got, but they believe in you, so whatever. It's you know? also like the more you put out there and the more you put your ideas out, like, look, Will Ferrell, for example, he's uh, arguably one of the best comedians of all time, yeah. right? And there's a lot of stuff that he's done that people are just like, that's not funny. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like it's, you're not going to always have, like, the funniest stuff. Yeah. You just have to keep doing it. Doing it, it and yeah. not give up. Yeah. yeah. You've done a lot of stuff. Like, you were talking about first impressions. Yeah. And, I mean, what's been your favorite? Do you have a favorite? What's, like, one of some of your highlights? <gasps> I mean, uh, first impressions was so cool because it's like a... You know, I'm doing impressions, which is like the first thing I did as a little kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, to not only do impressions on TV, but to do it with Dana Carvey sitting next to me That's watching. Crazy. Unbelievable. And like coming up to me backstage and being like, I loved your take on Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> like that's an, that's an amazing yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Groundlings has been, I mean, I've. I made like my real core group of friends when I first moved out here through the Groundlings and that's been like a huge blessing Mm -hmm. and then I did um, I did that video game NBA 2K17 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, which they're bringing me back for uh, 2K18 yeah which I just found out last week what role do you play in that I mean I don't know I think I'm still gonna be the coach you're you're the coach I'm the assistant coach right the, it's weird because you never see the head coach when you're doing like the my career mode. You like yeah. follow a guy through his uh, his career, and I'm the assistant coach. Will be like, hey, coach isn't going to be happy, but I'll let you know. Like, <laughs> don't skip another practice. I'll cover for you this time. Yeah, I'm like trying to be buddies with them, yeah, like, with players, and none of them want to be friends. Oh my god, it's, that's so funny. It's funny, yeah, it's funny. Explain the game. What? game console is this on so, uh, for the non-gamers of the world like myself yeah yeah so it, it's and a basketball game it's crazy it's really crazy so uh, there's like a standard edition where you can just like play a season like a normal game but if you have uh, PlayStation 4 or Xbox One mm-hmm. you can play this thing called My Career which you follow um, you're this player and you follow his storyline through a couple uh, 
maybe like a year, I think, in college, and then you go to the pros, and you're not only dealing with, like, you have to, like, choose your own adventure in different situations. Like, you have a girlfriend in college, and oh my God. you can choose to dump her or like stay with her. And then, like, NBA basketball or something. Yeah, yeah, and then you're, like, dealing with your agent and, like, shoe contracts and, like, all, <laughs> it's crazy. It wow. is crazy. I, I've never been, like, a video game guy, which... I'm glad I didn't tell them before they were casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's the stuff that you can do in these games now is so insane. It's Way insane. More yeah, yeah. Than Theo like Epstein. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So Theo Epstein is the youngest general manager of uh, a baseball team. Mm-hmm. He's with the uh, when he was with the uh, Red Sox. Right. He said that when he was growing up playing these uh, games, he you could be like a general manager of a team. Mm-hmm. In the game, and you go through a season, and you draft players, and you bring them up from AAA, and you pick the lineups, and you deal with the coaches, and all that kind of stuff. And he was like, "That got me into the mindset of like how you do this and how you." Interesting. It's like how you learn how to do it almost now. Yeah, it's insane on a video it's, game. It's yeah. crazy. Well, because like I used to be a gamer when I was like a little kid, like younger, but yeah. like, but like I, I like the last thing I ever played was like NFL uh, Madden NFL Madden, yeah. like on PlayStation. But it doesn't. <laughs> it's like so my mind. To wrap, like, to wrap your mind around, like, how that makes sense to me, like, somebody who hasn't played video games in, like, ten years, maybe, like, it gets right to the game, you know? Yeah. And so, in this case, it's like, but I also, like, really loved The Sims, which is what comes to mind, where it's like, you yeah. get to build it's something. Yeah. You, like, you get to build a city, you get to build a life, or whatever it is, and I thought that was fascinating. So, to me, it's like marrying the two best things about playing a video game together, in a way. Yeah, and for, like, a real sports fan who, like, watches draft day on... Like the NFL draft day, it's like, or NBA draft day, Mm -hmm. which I never do because I think it's so boring. It's so long. But they're like, why are they, they should pick this guy. And I'm like, all right, you, you're a bigger fan than I am, but that's, you know. Yeah. What was um, the experience like when you went to film this video game? Because it's like you. I mean, oh, well, yeah. it's like a real sort of skinny, they, not. I know. I'm so sick, skinny. Oh, you yeah. look like sickly looking, yeah, I know. and they like didn't your biceps no justice, and Thank like you, you know I all that stuff. That. That's very sweet. Of you. Yeah, your traps uh, like don't exist. My traps you look don't funny. exist. I'm, I'm not. Your eyes, your eyes were way. a little red. Maybe they're trying to show you they're as like a really. Sunken. You're like you get beat up by the coach and get beat up by the players, kind of. Maybe. Or it's just just how they want. Well, like, there's sometimes that I've seen, like, I'm getting the game tomorrow. They sent me a copy, so I'm getting it tomorrow. So I'm going to, like, play it all weekend. But um, there's some, like, uh, screen grabs that I've seen where I look great. And then there are others where I look like I have HIV. Right. (laughs) So maybe it's just the one that you saw. It's just, Let's chalk it up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or else they're going to hear this, the creators, and they're going to be like, screw him. We're not having him back for 20. He doesn't like the way he looks. He can just not be in it. Let this come out after December 5th. Yeah. They're definitely going to be listening to the Playing With Balls sports podcast, which I really hope they are. I I bet they will. We could be featured on that game. Yeah. Seriously. We all have faces for a video game. That's for sure. We do. Yeah. It's you, like a step above radio, but a step below TV. Yeah, you know right. Yeah. One of the first days you're there, you go into this trailer, and it's like a probably five by five circular circular room, and there are 240 cameras in it, Whoa. and there's a guy that like just looks through a little like peers through a little thing, and tells you what faces to make, and you make like absurd <laughs> face like you're that and like opening your mouth as wide as you can and, like, squinting your eyes. And you do it for, like... That's the dog. Uh, You do it for, like, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they are taking pictures the whole time, so they know, like, what your face moves like in every single direction. Yeah. Which is insane. And then when you're on set, you have the suit with the balls on it, and you have, like, a camera in front of your face that captures all of your facial motions. And before you film anything, you have to do, like, a... Like, a sync-up type thing where... Again, the camera rolls, and you make all those weird faces, and then you move in the suit in all these different ways, and they capture how your body moves naturally, and then like you're synced up and ready to act. That's so cool. it sounds like something where you probably didn't know what you were doing before you went no. in there, right? But you can't really screw it up because all you have to do is take in direction. Yeah. What and do you mean you have a suit with balls all over it? I don't get that one. It's like this you've is another. Seen I'm it. saying this is another baller story. Yeah, it oh, is. Okay. Yeah, no, it it's is. Like, really? Um, yeah. yeah. It's like a, you, you're in like a green screen suit, but it has these little like balls. They're like reflectors. Yes, yeah, so on like okay. certain the parts. Yeah, there are right? certain parts of like I, they're oh. like on your elbows and your knees and like on I, your chest. And so 
again, um, this like it's a huge soundstage with cameras in the uh, walls, mm-hmm. and then they have cameras on set to, like right near you too, and um, so it just like cap it. Everything is being captured at all times. That's so cool. cool. Yeah. Wow, and yeah. so and you already got the job for the 2018 one. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm wow, excited. that's like that must have been really exciting. Was it like a lengthy process, or was it pretty easy when all is said and done? I mean, it was incredibly easy. The uh, 2K is the name of the company that does it, and they're awesome. Like they're so easy to work with. They're like just so happy all the time. Um, and there was some, I did it for about three weeks. And I was in the Groundlings class when they were doing it, and I was like, I just can't be here for the weekends because I have to, you know, pitch sketches and stuff. And I would mm-hmm. do, like, Skype meetings with people in my class at night to write sketches. <laughs> but, like, some days it was an hour work. Other days it was five hours. Yeah. it's not That's not bad no. at all. And there's no, like, they don't have to reset and worry about lights and no, yeah. sound and everything. It go. sounds right here. And you just go, and it's... So easy. But when you have to reschedule one thing because of another thing, that means that's just called being a working actor. So that's exciting. Yeah. 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 That's what all of us want, yeah. right? At the end of the day. Yeah. You get to meet any of the like, that's any what I was gonna players you, yeah. or coaches? No, or? no. None of the players or coaches were there, but Michael B. Jordan was in yeah. it with me, oh, uh, which was, I mean, his name's Michael Jordan, so that's the closest I got to a player, but we'll it's Michael it. B. Jordan, the yeah. actor. Um, and the guy who directed it and wrote it, his name is Aaron Covington, and he co-wrote the movie Creed, which oh. Michael Jordan was in. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super. That cool. was, that was really movie. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I cried my eyes out like a little girl. It's a great movie, it was so especially good. like coming from a Sylvester Stallone fan. Yeah. And Rocky's my favorite movie all time. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. The original. The original. The Have you watched That's the original? So cool. Yeah. Really? I'm oh. from Philadelphia. Come on. Oh my God. Rocky is my dad. We grew up on Rocky. We don't. We've never won a Super Bowl in football. We have to have something. You have to have something. Yeah. yeah. No, my dad went to uh, UPenn for graduate school. Oh and wow. He, he was there when Rocky was in the theater. That's so cool. And he went to see it like the opening weekend. He said it's the only movie that at the end of the movie, it got a standing ovation. That's what? so cool. Can you believe? Like that would no. be so cool being in Philly. Yeah. Seeing Rocky for the first time. My That's God. so neat. Well, you know, Philadelphians yeah. have like such intense passion, and I totally. can see that. But it like changed. Like I still to this day, like I'll li- like listen to Eye of the Tiger when I'm like working out or whatever. Yeah. It's great. And actually, on oh, my birth my, my birthday, my late last birthday, I met Apollo. Oh, that's um, right. Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Um, on my birthday. And I was like, I'm from Philadelphia. I love Rocky. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and he was, like, so nice. He, like, we talked for a little while. We, like, took a picture together. And actually, that could be my baller story, even though it's not, go, a, yeah. it's not a good one. Because I... That's awesome. I, uh, I posted the picture... And I was like, my birthday was literally a TKO or whatever. <laughs> and then right after that, um, we got into, I got I love that you know up. that it was a TKO, and that's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I are used, a fan. I am. Well, yeah. I also used to play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, so I know the right. difference between a TKO and a KO. Yeah. And I also did actually like boxing when I was growing up. But I got, um, this is actually kind of a sad story, but I got beat up or be, uh, oh, by did. a really drunk guy after that. What? Um, on my birthday... Uh, a mutual friend, Brooke, and I were at um, a gay bar, and some guy was, like, really angry and just, like, I, and, like, like pushed Brooke, and I, like, jumped on his back, and he, like, threw us both on the ground, and I, like, took... I was wearing a very um, crazy, like, wedge, high heel thing, and I just yeah, took it off and, like, threw it as hard shit. as I could, and it hit him in the head, so I was like, all right, at least I did that. It wasn't, oh like, a whole God. thing, but she I was, was like... Really it upset. was not a whole thing? It was. No, it, it was. It was a whole thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, I got over it, and it was, it was like, obviously not okay. It's the only time I've ever been, like, attacked by a man. But it was, like, literally, like, 30 seconds long. Like, I wasn't, like, I didn't have to go to, like, the hospital or Yeah, anything. but that, like, sticks with you. It That's, would, like, one of those things that, like, you're shaking for a while I was after, traumatized right? for, like, at least 24 hours. Oh, yeah. And then, um, but then I went to a party the next day and, like, ate mushrooms, and then it was all good. Oh, and I yeah. had fine. And then by Sunday, I, like, couldn't remember what happened over the weekend. Yeah. But it was... It was weird because I met Apollo and then I posted and I said literally my birthday's been a TKO and then I literally got, yeah, beat, yeah, up got beat up that night. Isn't that crazy? That's not really a baller story because I except for the shoe because <laughs> I did get him really good because I'm a good I have a good. You're from Philly. You're yeah. not going to lose a fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'll, <laughs> until like the end, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was really cool when I met him because I just like turned around and he was there and I was just like I love 
like Rocky so much. Like it means so much more yeah. because of where I'm from yeah. and like blah blah blah. And he was like super nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Because even that. though I don't, he wasn't in Creed, but like no. right now. But, but Michael B. Jordan's his son. That's right. In it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he dies. Right. Apollo dies yeah. in Rocky Four. Oh my yeah. god. That that's. Oh, the and movie? I met the Russian too. I totally forgot about that on Valentine's what? Day. Ivan Drago. I met the, the Russians. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, for those of you who don't know. On, you know he's like in Mensa, he's, I think. He's like one of the smartest people. Yeah, he's like a genius. And we met him, and um, he was super nice. And he wasn't even that tall. No. Like for like what Sly, you, Sly is just that short. For what you, Sly is little. For yeah, he's what like, you yeah. think. He's like 5'8". You know, he's tall. Don't get me that. wrong, but like, yeah. for what? I mean, obviously, he's not like, it's not like he played the Russian last year. I mean, this has been however long, but yeah, like, he's a little... I, I met him at Nobu in Malibu, and um, everybody I was with was like freaking out, and I was like, what? And they're like, it's the Russian. And I'm like, oh my God. And I like was like, I love Rocky. I'm from Philadelphia. And he was like, so nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So the only one I haven't met yet is Sylvester Stallone, but it's just I actually, me of that. I went into an audition like a year and a half after I moved here. And the director was there. And at that time, like, my resume on the bottom of it said, like, the impressions I could do. Awesome. And he was like, let me hear your Sylvester Stallone. And I did it. And he was like, all right, can you just step out for a second? Uh, don't send anyone else in. John, just wait outside for a second. And I was like, oh. all right. And so I'm waiting outside. And I was like, did the, my impression just get me a part in this movie? It didn't. He came out. <laughs> he came out and he was like, "Listen, I'm really sorry, but um, I'm friends with Sly, and I was trying to get him on the phone to have you do, do your it? impression to him." <laughs> He's like, "But I couldn't get a hold of him. I'm really sorry. You can go." And I was oh, like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and you didn't get the job. And I didn't get the job. Yeah. I was like, "Ah, oh, so close down. and so many levels." But still, yeah, yeah that's like. I bet you were driving home like, what the fuck? Yeah. It totally was. Because, I mean, it didn't even have anything to do with the job anyway, probably. So yeah, like, exactly. So, like, at least if you could have done he that. Should've, he shouldn't have said wait outside. And I think I waited outside for, like, 15 minutes. That's too. annoying. Yeah. They I just like, the those casting is. directors just like to have their entertainment sometimes after yeah, seeing right? so many bad people. Oh Not that God. you were, but, like, all the other people, you know, and they're just like, oh, finally, a little humor in my day. Yeah, Thanks, right? Jono. Yeah. Just, no, it had nothing to do with the part. No, nothing. can I just see this? He just needed a break. Yeah. So were you really into boxing? Growing up, then, or it was um, just the movie. I, I love the movie. I, I boxed with the um, club team at Georgetown when oh, I was wow. there for a little bit. Um, which that was, was a like, shot in the dark, too. By the way, That's, yeah, yeah, no, it was in its like um, it was bad because it was in its <laughs> first year doing it, and we didn't have headgear yet. And so when we like, I went three rounds like sparring with a guy without any headgear. And I like got him on the jaw at one point, and he I could see his eyes just like start rolling oh around. God. I was like, "This doesn't seem safe anymore. I don't think we should." And going out on a third, we would have practice on Thursday nights, and I'd go out after it, and I'd have like kind of a headache, and I'd be like, "This is not good." For Con- a club team, especially. I mean, our coach was like a sixty-five-year-old, like old box, like hard-ass boxer guy so I don't, yeah. I don't think he cared really yeah but yeah did you play any other sports or collegiate level not in college no I played football and lacrosse in high school mm-hmm. and then I could have played football at Georgetown but I just didn't why go for it because I, I, like I wasn't like huge. so my senior year I tore my ACL uh. so I didn't get recruited by anywhere and like walking on at George I was like you know what I'm just gonna have a college experience here oh, right? yeah you know yeah. yeah. Which I don't regret at all. But yeah. I had a similar experience like that. Like, I was a golfer. I golfed in high school. Ooh. I was pretty good. And then I could have played at a small school in college at Spring Hill. And yeah. I made the same choice. I was like, I want to just, like, have college. I don't want to be an athlete. You're never yeah. there. You're always on the road. You're only playing the sport. If you don't intend to do something with it after, then yeah. what's the point? The scholarship was like, I was like... I just want to go to New Orleans and get wasted. And I think like that's be smart. A host. I think yeah. that's smart. You want to go to New Orleans and just have some jungle juice was, and forget about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? it was a good decision. Yeah, yeah. I decision. know so many people that played freshman year that were that quit by sophomore year. Yeah, so they're just like, why am I waking up at five in the morning? We're like the worst team in the Patriot League. Sorry, right. Georgetown football. But like, <laughs> yeah, but and especially yeah. like if you're not going to play and yeah. you still have to endure all the practices. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, at that point you really have to be going somewhere with it. Totally, if it's going to like take up that level of your life. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, here's uh, for the record, everybody. In case you were still concerned about how tall Sylvester Stallone was, uh-huh. I looked it up. So, uh, like the crazy journalist I am, he's five ten, and Dolph Lundgren is six five. 
And for whatever really? reason, Six Robert five. De Niro is he listed not, in here, and he's 5'10". He's not tall when I met him. Like, he's tall. <laughs> yeah. But I just, maybe because when I watched, I was such a little kid, and he just seemed like... A giant. A giant. Yeah. But like but when six I, five's pretty tall. 6'5 is pretty tall. Here's what I think happened. I was wearing pretty high, high heels that night, and I'm mm. already like 5'7", mm. so maybe what happened was I was like... 5'11 with my shoes and then when I looked up at him I'm like oh you're shorter than I thought that's probably what it was probably, yeah. and I was like a little drunk probably too there you go yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> so that's what it was that's my girl logic for you I'm like there I'm not yeah. really even that tall 6'5 is like really tall you're also on Rocky's side so you're kind of yeah, you're I'm like just like you're small pun intended cutting him down yeah totally. yeah you're right yeah. you're right totally because yeah. he was like the little Joe uh, like I, I don't know I, was, I guess I was playing a lot of Mike Tyson's Punch Out at the time and it yeah. was like what was it Little Mac or something like oh, I don't no, know I didn't play that well, I don't I know no he was idea. like this big oh I was so into it I like beat that game and then he had all the big people that he was playing or whatever yeah. so um, funny yeah sure yeah cool. I have no idea <laughs> I have no clue what yeah, you're talking about it's just called yeah. being the underdog is yes. what it is and yes. that's how they designed the Nintendo game is he's the underdog that should have never won any of the fights that he won. Little Mac was his name or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I believe you. I believe yeah. you. Yeah, I believe well, you too. I was Thank trying you. to come up with a baller story and I've, I've not met any of the stars of any of the Rocky films. <laughs> but I have met... Or got beat up in a bathroom by Wait, wait. I, I, you, I, I wasn't even really... I didn't even get explained what the, a baller oh, story Well, you've already like done it is. unknowingly which is great. But Yeah, great. We, sorry we didn't explain it. So okay. every episode we always share like a baller story and we ask our guests to share a baller story and that could be anything from like just uh, like a dating baller ball like story a cool it could be story? like yeah. a cool okay, experience okay. it could yeah. be like um, just anything that whatever baller means to you oh, okay. um, yeah so, we've yeah. told a lot like some examples you, you're, you launched with a baller story good. so I'm you're good yeah. Uh, yeah. you can share more I'm sure you have a lot <laughs> more some, baller something stories might come up who knows yeah. 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 yeah so I was trying to think within this sports world you could yeah. talk about somebody you dated yeah I don't know if I want to talk about anybody I dated today but um, <laughs> well I'm just giving you ideas oh me yeah no 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 but, but I, I remembered I was living in Orlando at the time of the NBA all-star game when it was there several yeah. years ago and we went to the like one club. There's like one club in downtown Orlando, and it's called Tier. And we went because we like new people, yeah. and we somehow one of my guy friends, a bunch of the Magic players were there, and he was like, "I really want to meet." I don't know one of the shitty players. So yeah. we, we, he's like, "Can you come?" So with happy me? you can't remember his name. Yeah, I know. I was like, like I, I'm like, I don't care about yeah. the Magic. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's how shitty he was. Yeah. yeah. So I, he was like a real good player, but um, we, he's like, "Come on, let's go sneak up into VIP." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." So we like go sneak into VIP, and he's like, "Okay, there he is." Like, you got to pretend to be my pretend to be my girlfriend and like you know so I can talk to him and have a reason I'm like whatever dude so yeah. he goes up to the player and he's like talking to him like oh hey man my girlfriend just like she really likes you and I have no idea who this guy is that's like, I, hilarious like, so I call he's like come on over like he's like yeah I'd love to meet your girl your girlfriend this is my, my fake girlfriend right and I go up there I'm like oh it's so nice to meet you cool and then like that was it and then my friend ended up talking to him the whole time and I was just standing there um, that and, dude definitely Definitely knew that you had yeah. no clue who he was. <laughs> I mean, which I think, I think is kind of awesome, you know. Yeah, I mean, he was real nice and yeah. stuff. But the better part of this story is, so we're standing up there in VIP talking to, the, to this player. Mark Cuban walks up, and I adore He's a him. Mm-hmm. And he He's walks a true up. baller. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And he sees me, and he looks at me, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I'm like. Good, because I'm, I'm thinking, like, I snuck into VIP, fuck, he, he knows I'm not supposed to be here, he's going to, like, yeah. call me out, you know, and he's like, are you having a good time? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's great. I'm like, how about you? How are you, like, Orlando? This is an all-star <laughs> game. And he's like, yeah, it's great, we're having a great time. He's like, all right, have fun. And then he gives me a kiss on the cheek and walks away, and I'm like... He is the coolest guy ever, and he's so That's nice. So nice. That's so, so nice. normal. He's so also friendly. a lot bigger than you'd think. He's huge. He's huge. He's a big guy. He's like thick. He's, like he's yeah. a yeah. big dude. Let's find yeah. out. He's uh, he's probably what's his name? Dolph Lundgren. He's probably yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Mark whatever. Cuban's really six nice. Three. He's six three. Mark Cuban. He's a big guy. See, but he's he like seems, a stocky yeah, guy. Yeah, he's big. I I saw him like at oh god, if I could only remember the Georgetown bar, but it was like. 
the basement area where everyone got like sloppy and danced all over each other, mm-hmm. and he was just like chilling down there. Yeah, he's with, so like, one cool. of his boys. That and doesn't I was, like, surprise me. And he wears like the t-shirt and like yeah, like, that's how he is. He's like all a guy where you feel like anywhere you ever spot him, he's just like being cool, just chilling, just being the coolest person in right? the room, like yeah. not annoyed by anybody, uh-huh. like not. Yeah. Like super fucked up, just like nice no, and wait. super. I got the story wrong. I'm sorry. Oh no. He didn't kiss me. I kissed him. Yeah. That's what no. happened. Oh, okay. He went. I forgot. He went like this. Like oh, like he, he like motioned to kiss my cheek. Kiss like kiss cheek. my cheek. I'm leaving, and I did. That's what happened. Well, that's kind of the same thing. It's even yeah. better. Yeah. Like I got to kiss Mark Cuban on the yeah. cheek. Yeah. That's what did awesome. he smell like? Old Spice. Yeah, he smelled like Gillette. sweat and basketball yeah, and money. Yeah, and money. money. That is a baller story. And shit. Yeah. That is a baller story right there. Yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. Story. I totally fucked up that story. That's a baller story. So being from Massachusetts, though, you must be like a big... Tom Brady fan? Yeah. Yeah. That, you know what? I think he gets a lot of hatred, but yeah. like, I, if I got to kiss him on the cheek, I'd be happy. Yeah. So he I. smells like, what, Stetson? No, he that smells was... like Giselle Bunchen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. No, I mean. But wasn't he seriously mm. in Stetson commercials? Yeah. Yes. What, what are all of his other ads? Uggs. Uh, he gets a lot of flack for Uggs mm-hmm. commercials. Yeah, um, that's kind of weird. But like, Stetson was cool. Stetson's know? cool. Because you know, Stetson, you don't hear about that much, but it's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, but it's like an old man's, like, manly... Yeah, that's like the know? kind of, like, aftershave that when you shave and put that on, it hurts. Yeah. You know, like, that's like an old man... Yeah, like, A real man's thing. Like a real know? man's man's thing. Yeah. You know, I have to say, like, being a football lover, though, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, is mm-hmm. because Tom Brady gets so much shit for all, like, the, the flake gate and, like, the blah, 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 and the yeah. whatever, but, like... To this day, like, just being, me being, like, a football lover and being from a city who we've had, like, okay quarterbacks, I really appreciate the fact that he's still, he's, like, what? He's 40. Yeah, yeah. he's 40. He's still playing. He's um, in great health. And he, yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, con- for 40. And, and yeah. if you look at his through. physique, like, like quarterback-wise, like, people, like, that are haters on him, I don't get it. Like, because he, like, if you put him up, like, next to, like, somebody like a Cam Newton, like, physically, he's just not that person. Have you seen his pictures from when he was in the combine? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's hilarious. I know, and, like, he, he traditionally doesn't look like quarterbacks look. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you gotta watch, but his, the thing is, is, like, I swear to God, there's nobody that wants to win Mm-hmm. More, yeah, right. It is insane, and he's still like, oh, well, I forget what that thirty for thirty was, um, but it's about him getting drafted in the sixth round, right? Mm-hmm. And like right. he had a reputation in Michigan for leading a an amazing charge at the end of games, and so to this day, at least in the thirty for thirty, and I'm sure he still feels this way. He's like, I still need to prove people wrong for wow. drafting me that late. And that's what maybe part of what pushes him. That's what him. keeps him going. He's, that's his like, chip on his shoulder. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I, I think when you look at somebody like him and you look at his longevity in the NFL, you look at his age, you look at when he, he was drafted, his physique, and then he, watch him play. And he had to work to take over Drew Bledsoe's I job. Know. Yeah, he barely got the role. Yeah. And you have to watch him, and you watch him, and it's like, and he still gets hated on. And I'm like, that guy, like, I'm coming from a place where, like, we haven't had a quarterback in 10-plus years that could call an audible, that could, like, read a defense. Yeah. That, like, this guy, it's all up runs here. Runs the offense. Yeah. He runs I'm, the offense. And I think he's one of the smart, smartest quarterbacks I've ever seen. And I don't know why people don't like him. And I think... A, I, a quarter, I'm on your side, I yeah. agree. Quarterback is the most difficult position yeah. in, like, any sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to be so smart and so zoned in. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And, and then you're getting, like, sacked and, like, pummeled by these, like, 300-pound linebackers, yeah, you just, know, to add on top of it, you Just, know? like, knowing that someone is coming at you, but being like, fuck it, I'm throwing it to yeah. whoever, and yeah. just to stay standing there and throw the ball and, and no, allow it's... yourself to get rocked. Yeah. I, I, I would never do that. Yeah. yeah. He's 39, by the way. He's almost 40. He's almost so 40. All those haters. Like, he's I not think a lot 40. Of those, I think a lot of those haters just don't like there's you know it's like how people hated the Yankees in like the 90s and it's well, people well, don't like like dynasty yeah, teams yeah I guess but I hate, we don't we're not big fans of the but Yankees but I hate the Yankees me too, but I grew up in Massachusetts but not yeah. because of their championships but they like, overpaid players like just different they stuff they bought their yeah, yeah. 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 but like they I think a which the Red Sox kind of do nowadays yeah, yeah. they kind of do bit. but yeah. like I think the Patriots like <laughs> but they have been so good for so long and it's like guess what like 
I mean, is it really because of the ball thing, or is it because of that like whole weird thing with def- re- like watching their mouths on the tapes? Remember that from the- Oh, that's but right. Remember the year after that? Didn't they win the Super Bowl after yeah. like? Yeah, yeah. yeah they so were it's like they're the always microscope. proving it wrong. They, they also in that Deflategate game, they won by like forty five points. Right. Like in, and in the second half, at, or wasn't it? Wasn't it like with, after they figured out the balls yeah. and they played better with the fully inflated ball? I don't even really so know. So stupid. But probably they also like before this season they came up with they had some uh, contraption that would figure out it would like avoid this entire deflate situation mm-hmm. and they yeah. don't even use them they decide they voted against not even using them right. so, so that yeah, just shows how much him. it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. but here's like my bigger issue with the whole thing it's not even about the deflate gate it's about the pu- the punishment that is handed down from Roger Goodell for things like this for like a, allegedly deflating balls which like in the grand scheme of things is so small compared to men killing their wives and like all these other things and these people who are like Everybody getting suspended everybody. for just yeah. like a fraud game yeah, yeah like how where is the consistency and i really wish that there would be some more like Roger come Goodell down is with that the worst right Roger Goodell basically punished Brady like you would somebody that got caught like with drugs yeah. or something. Yeah, he's well he's and it's, I, I think I'm, that it was for Spygate or it it was not it was for to this. Prove a different and it was point, also to be right. like I'm a hard ass, but it's you're right. It also sends a terrible message because I think it's the same suspension for uh, Ray Rice. It is. Yeah. Mercilessly that's, beating his girlfriend. That's what that I mean. And that's like same. not even... That's what makes, But that's what makes Roger Goodell look like an even bigger idiot because mm-hmm. he's not taking the real issues seriously and then he's trying to make an example of a guy that really you don't need to make an example out of this guy. Right. right. Tom you Brady, right. you're going to make an example out of one of the but it's because he is like, like the, the golden best. boy of yeah. the NFL. But he set such a good example compared to like half of yeah. the of like Roethlisberger and Jay Cutler. And yeah. these, like Jay Cutler's my quarterback, and I hate him. Yeah. And like you said, the perfect thing about Tom Brady, which is that he like wants to win. Yeah. And yeah. Jay Cutler could give two fucking shits. Yeah. If they win, I can't look at Jay Cutler, or Eli Manning's <laughs> faces during games. No, they're oh, just Eli so. Don't even. I, I, you know, I actually have bits about that. Like one of my favorite really? bits is an yes. Eli is Eli face. I don't know if I've heard that. Yeah, well, I usually do it closer to um, football season, just yeah. because like. In an LA crowd, if you're performing in LA in non-football season, it's not, it's not yeah, as good. Yeah, yeah. But I'm bringing it back. You it's coming it. back. It's I yeah. can't wait oh, to hear. I it. have like football jokes. Like I don't. They're like my favorite jokes. Nice. So, I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. I, well, because like a lot of it's comparing to like where I'm from and the setup is like where you know who I am and the fact that like our sports fans are who they are uh-huh. and like I think it helps set the stage for that. But I love and we also hate the Giants because you know NFC East. Yeah. Right hate the Giants and the Cowboys like yep. with a passion you yeah. know but don't but we don't hate the Patriots the one the one Super Bowl I've ever seen though was the year we did play Eagles played the uh, the Patriots mm-hmm. that was in like 2008 was it mm. or something the Eagles yeah we played that. we played New England we totally got was killed That's we got scary. killed it was it 2006 2006. I'm sorry. It was 2006, not 2008. Yeah. What am I saying? That was the when the Phillies won the World Series. The only that's yes. the only thing I had in my brain. Yeah, it's 2006. Okay. Um, 2005 or 2000. I think it was 2006. Right? Yeah, we totally got beat by you guys. But uh, that was the one time when people in Philadelphia hated the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I, this one dude got his like ass kicked because <laughs> he was like wearing like a Patriots jersey. And I was just like, yeah, but we just hate everybody, though. It's not like a personal thing. Here's the other thing that, like, I love football. Mm -hmm. I love sports in general. But the one thing that is amazing to me is how insane people get about sports and players who, first of all, 99% of them are not from the area for which they play. Yeah. And number two, the people who are cheering for them have no, like... If if Julian Edelman ever heard that like I didn't get a part in a movie, he'd be like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. And if he drops a pass, I'm like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you, you know, no and it mercy. Like, fills me up with anger. Like yeah. it affects me, which is like insane. When the when the Patriots lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl the first time, oh. I remember being that, so angry. I think that was two thousand seven or two thousand eight. 
Yeah, that it was, was that uh, catch. It was yeah. It yeah. was um. I thought, uh, I got, I thought you guys name? got robbed. Uh, Wasn't it Burris? Ty- was it Tyree? Who? It was David Tyree. Who caught the, the caught the ball on the he- on his helmet? No, I thought that was Plexico. Plexico. Burris. Whatever the guy that got shot himself in a club guy. I'm pretty sure it was. I think Burris. he scored. I think Burris scored the touchdown. Okay, maybe it was, but he caught that pass. Look That's, at David Tyree. No, he basically caught the pass in his helmet. Yeah, he caught it. He it, like pushed like, it against like his helmet. You, like New England was going to win the Super yes. Bowl until that. No, and trust me, it was me, like I, a hail mary throw by yeah. by idiot no, face I, Eli. I hated that whole thing because I hate the Giants. Right, but and like, now when they talk shit and they're like, "Oh, we have two rings," I'm like, "Well, one of them didn't shouldn't have counted." Because the guy caught a ball in his helmet. Like, that was luck, yeah. you know? No, it was crazy. Uh, and, I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought yeah. it was Burris. But, uh, but, um, it, uh, wide receiver, Plaxico Burris, then scored the winning touchdown on a 15-yard reception. Yeah, so I think David so Tyree caught... And then yeah. Okay, I was close. But, yeah. that's, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. impressed. Uh, but, but Callie's having none of I remember this. after that game, I was, like, so enraged. And I had to stop for a minute and be like, this doesn't change my life at all. I didn't put right. a grand does, on this game. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I, I'm going to be okay. I need to, like, chill out. It does make you want to cry, though, and, like, kick things. It does. You 100%. Know. You know, when you, going back to you were just saying, like, I don't, you don't understand people that aren't from the city that get so crazy about yeah. it. I think about that a lot because I think to myself, thank God. Well, because I love football so much, and I play fantasy football, so I'm invested in, like, everything that's right. happening. But, like, I love the Eagles so much, and I... Like, don't know why. I just do. It's yeah. just, like, something I was, like, born with, and I just, like, did since the day I knew what was happening. Right. And I think about, like, other people that are like, well, I'm a hardcore Denver Broncos fan, but I also love, you know, the Cardinals. Yeah. Actually, yeah, my, I, we have a friend that just said that. But I think to myself, well, what? How? Like, I, so I much understand. Huh? And then when they talk shit to you is where I really hate, because I'm like, don't talk shit to me about... Two like, teams. A, about when you have two teams. Yeah. No, you get because one. Because you don't even get, get two one. teams. So don't talk. You can't, one. like, double talk shit. Right. Because with your two teams there, because you're not even from one of the places. Yeah. And, like, why do you even care? You know? Why? And why would you be? I, I would get it if it was, like, the St. Louis Cardinals, the baseball team, because your dad was is from St. Louis or something. But even then, it's like the passion, just, like, how do you get it up? That. Well, I'm saying like, <laughs> you, know? you know, like if your dad's watching St. Louis Cardinals yeah. games during baseball season, you grew up watching them. Right. Yeah. That is one. It's no, the same thing as like sense. growing up and watching. It but two NFL teams. No. You like, get yeah. one team with all the sports. That's yeah. it. I'm That's not going to be a Rams fan. No, I'm not either. I'm not saying I don't want to go to a Rams game just right. because of the historical like thing. But I'm not going to like become a Ram. I'm not going to wear a Rams shirt now. No. I'm 20 a years fan. from now, okay, maybe there's hardcore Rams fans. Right. Or maybe if they actually are good 10 years from now, that could happen. You or know? if they're like, around no. in like 90 and Which, we're a Rams fan and stay through the <laughs> same like years. They're like a bad boyfriend. You know, they leave, they come back, they leave, they yeah. come back. Yeah. You, know? you got to dump them at some point. You yeah. just can't get. You can you trust them? You can't. And you, you can't, can't get that invested. Like, no. Are they going to just leave also, again? Also, they're not... Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, I agree with your whole theory on, like, what do they owe us? Like, Plaxico Burris yeah. isn't going to be upset for you that you didn't get a job. Like, no, and he might be on a different team next year, yeah. right? You know? Like, I yeah. had <laughs> this... This person just told me the other day, because I was, like, pissed about the Bears, and yeah. he was like, well, they don't owe you anything. I'm like, yes, they do. Because mm-hmm. here's why. I am a fan and I support you and I watch all of your games and I care and I cheer and you just need to give me just this is mostly directed towards Jay Cutler you need to give me just a little (laughs) just a little show that you care that you care a little bit and that's all any fan ever asks for right like you know, we can't expect them to win every game. They're not going to win every game, you know? So it's like, you, yes, I am yeah. owed something, god yeah. damn it. I feel like, you Jay, know, it like sends, you think it's sends just, me over the edge. Do you think it's just Jay Cutler's face and how it falls? I was just going to say, think, he looks really, like he has yeah. to fart at it's all times. Like he's holding in a fart and he's trying to walk. Same it's thing with Eli. the same thing with no, Eli. No, Eli looks like, like he, a, he's actually taking a shit at ooh. all moments. Callie he agrees with me. He's about to start throwing up. She agrees with us But Jay Cutler's holding in a fart where Eli's, come here. Sweetie. Come here. What are you barking at? Come here. She's not getting enough attention. I know. I was just petting her, she too. She has a bit of a time limit, though, because we're... I know. Oh, yeah. She, like... We'll just pause and pick up until she calms down. You want to go to bed? 
<laughs> this sounds. I hope this the microphones yeah. can pick it up. Do you want to go to bed? Yeah. This, yeah. I'm gonna send you to bed. I just pretend yeah. to be really no mean. Dinner. Time out. <laughs> now look at okay. her. She's just staring at me like. Go uh, to time out. Yeah, mom. That's not gonna. Anyway, so yeah, funny. it's all of the things. But it's. Yeah. I am owed something as a fan. I do I get think. That. I do think that they. That's that's the trade off. That's the relationship. Yeah. That's the dynamic. Just like the like. That's how it works. Your support. Yeah, your support. I support you. You've got to show a little bit that you support the city that you're in yeah. and the you, and the fans. That's yes. it. Yeah. Yes. That's it. I'm I not agree. asking for, for championships or anything else. You've like, got to give me a little something. It's yeah. like the year that your team sucks really bad and you're like, even if your quarterback isn't Jay Cutler, but you're, it's like the same thing. It's like you don't even want to watch because they suck so bad. You know they're going to lose. I guess you don't know what that's like as a Patriots fan. Right. Not <laughs> yeah, for a while. You know, no, but yeah. like one day you might. I might. And when Tom Brady retires. <laughs> yeah. um, but and we do supposedly have, I mean, what, I don't know what the score in the game is right now, but we have two backups that look pretty damn yeah. good in the last yeah, couple weeks. Yeah, that's true. Yep. That's true. Yeah. You got a future. You're building yeah. a I'm such a cocky Patriots <laughs> fan. I'm no, so cocky. Not, but that's the truth. It's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> I'm, I mean, that's the truth. You've got good backup hey. quarterbacks, so who's going to, why are you going to argue with that? And Tom Brady isn't just you good. Know? I mean, he's really attractive, too. So, I mean, it's oh, like he's, he's got all the he's things. He's a handsome devil. I mean, his wife is hot. I mean, every, everything. He's got know? a great life. He, he yeah. really does. He's got a great life. He works hard for it. He does. He deserves it. I've heard he's like, Diets and like has this like whole system and oh, he yeah. takes everything very seriously oh, and yeah. he like doesn't he like meditate and do yoga and oh stuff yeah he's one of like, those, he's one of those people like uh, well I I shouldn't say he's one of the people like but it's like Michael Jordan who they would say like it's tough to do anything with him because he's competitive to a fault uh, like you play you go out for a Saturday morning round of oh. golf and Jordan's like I'm not you have to putt that. Right. It's two inches. Let <laughs> me see you make it. Yeah. You know? Like that kind yeah. of thing. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. I could see that. I yeah, could see totally. that. Not yeah. a fun guy to play sports with, but maybe at a competitive. Well, you know what? I did see Tom Brady once at, in a, at a pro am, like just talking about like if he's that competitive. So that could make sense where he's playing with a pro. That's actually now just that you said that. That's one of, you know, as we all do, I try to like set some goals. One of my goals is to play golf in a pro am in a pro am in a foursome with Tom Brady. Yeah, how sick that like, would be would amazing. That be? Isn't that like an episode of Entourage too? Yeah, it is totally. <laughs> yeah. I'll just I'll just play Mark Wahlberg's part. I'll I love it. Part. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, That'd be great. Yeah, that, you know what? That is a good goal. That's a, good That's goal. a really Thank good goal. Because you, you get to play like, like figure that out. I go to the we'll, we'll there's on this one every you. year Thanks. in Pebble Tom Beach. Brady. Yeah, and that would yeah. be the one you should do because he does it every year. That's where I have trolled Carmel at, right outside of uh, Pebble Beach for Tom Brady because. I used to live there, and I used to know he was there in my small town, and I would go hunting for him. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, I know he eats breakfast here every time he's here. Because he he plays, that's the pro-am that you should shoot for. You know that that, I believe that that pro-am was started by Bing Crosby. I did not know that. Back in the day, because he just, he he played golf all the time. He knew a bunch of pros right. and he had a bunch of famous friends and they it was basically just like a huge party at first and then it just evolved into this wow. massive thing that happens all the time that's so awesome there's an unbelievable book that you would probably really like mm. if you're a golfer yeah um called the match okay you I should never read, read it, it. it's what is it about? fantastic and now i'm gonna look like an idiot for doing okay. it's like at one of the first uh pebble beach pro-ams mm. it was like byron nelson and an amateur. The gay, the, the, the gay. The day the game of golf changed forever? Yes. Something like that. It was like Byron Nelson and an amateur versus uh, another pro, yeah. an amateur. And they were like at dinner the night before. And they were like. It's like a millionaire and two salesmen. And they. They I'm make a this. massive bet. Yeah. And tried to like sneak onto the course and play this huge, you know game against each other mm-hmm. and it's just like and it, it, you know it gives the whole historical background of Bing Crosby oh, starting this cool. and all this it's that's such cool. a cool cool read that sounds I'll, really I'll cool read that. Yeah, yeah yeah it's great that sounds really I wish neat. I could give you more specifics okay. well you know that was good enough but yeah. it's I Tom Brady plays in that one so yeah. you should be in that one there if you you're go. gonna be yeah. in any of them yeah and, and we also know who else is really great to play golf with Will Ferrell Will Ferrell so yeah. we, you know, that's right. You've got that going for you at least. If that whole yeah. Tom Brady thing doesn't yeah. happen, yeah, right. I'll I'll hit up Will and be like, 
Listen. I'm at the point in my career where we can actually play together. <laughs> yeah. I have to hop I'm your not bag around. Caddy for you now. Yeah. His yeah. bag, by the way, was like one of those huge. <laughs> Like your dad's bag like or something? Your like your dad's bag if you like grew up in 1950. Oh, like no. one of those oh. massive ones. And it was bright orange. And oh it was from like Puma gave it to him. It said USC on it because he went there. And it mm-hmm. said his name, Will Ferrell, on it. That's so cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. thanks so much, Yeah, Sean. yeah thank you guys. This is How so fun. How can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter mm. at Jono underscore Wilson. Um Instagrams, just John O. Wilson, no spaces. And then just John O. Oh, John O. is spelled J O H N N O. That's, That's a big important. Thing. And Wilson's spelled with one L. How I did guess. you How get named Wilson's John pretty, we could Yeah, they could probably figure that I out. I don't know this story. It's an Irish nickname. But, What's your so real name? So my real name is John. Okay. J O H N. But my dad never wanted me to be called Johnny for some reason. He doesn't like that nickname. Mm-hmm. And he grew up with a guy who was Irish whose name was Jono, and he always liked it. He was like, we're either going to call him Jack or Jono. So from day one, I've been called Jono. I, I think love it, it kind of makes sense. Cool. Like, I don't know. Like, it, like as yeah, a, you're it just... not John. I'm not a John. No. no, no, no. No, you're John. Like, Jono. you're Jono. Yeah. But it's a good differentiator. Like you don't forget it, you know, because no. it is different. John Wilson would be way too Oh boring. my god. Oh. And you would never be able to be like the first John Wilson. No. You know? No. Like I ha- like I, like yeah, no, that's way too common. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. well thank and, you guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for doing, doing this. this. Yeah, this is fun. All right, well, thanks for listening to the Playing With Balls podcast. Until next time. You can follow us on Playing With Balls everywhere else. Everywhere.